Hi friends, this is The Path to Joy, and I'm your host, Melissa Bloom. Today, I want to chat about intuition. So we talk about intuition, a gut feeling all the time, but what does intuition or guidance feel like? Right? Where is it coming from? And I think the biggest question is how, right? How do you tap into it? So from here on out, for, through the course of this episode, I'm going to call this sense intuition, gut feeling, I'm going to call it guidance. Because for me, intuition feels too abstract. But guidance, guidance feels more tangible. I am being guided. This feeling of guidance is very individual. So I can share what I've experienced, but your experience may be quite different. And if it is, and you want to share a story, please just shoot me an email. I love stories. Sometimes guidance can be thoughts, right? At a moment of quiet or ease, say after meditation or a walk or even sitting with a cup of coffee, you might have a thought and it appears to come from nowhere. A thought that's disconnected from the thoughts you were previously thinking, right? This idea or impulse, this urge to call someone or send an email or go somewhere, this is guidance. But guidance can also feel like the logical next step, not this vast leap, but something that feels pretty natural and easy. So this is the visual I like to use. Imagine there are a million doors lined up in front of you and they're all dark except for one. There's one door that's bright and lit up and it's so clear that this is the door to go through. It's easy, right? You don't have to figure anything out, play eeny, meeny, miny, mo, make a pro-con list, It's honestly the only door you see and it feels so easy to walk through it. It just makes sense. This is guidance. So I'm going to give you an example. I feel like this was the process, this one door lit up of how I came to write a book. Writing a book was not on my bucket list. It wasn't something I thought about for a long time. I had a couple friends mentioned to me in like just an offhanded way, you know, you should write a book. And I didn't think much about it. Then I met Ken Sanders. He's a wonderful guy. He's an author, developmental editor. He leads this awesome writing community called The Daily Writer. And we chatted a bit and he asked if I would do a talk kind of about the gut-brain connection and how we can incorporate some habits to help with brain fog and clarity for his writer's group. He wanted me to talk um, during his writer's group, and it was great. The talk went great, and we would kind of periodically get on a call and talk with each other. And he was so relaxed about the whole idea of writing a book. It was never like him trying to convince me. He would, you know, mention, because that's his job, and we would just talk. But in one of our conversations, I just had this sense, you know what, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to hire Kent to help guide me through the process. 
and it was crystal clear. There was no hemming or hawing, right? I, all the questions that come up eventually when you write a book, I had none of them, right? Eventually, when I was in moments of red light while writing the book, I would think, oh, it's so much work. How am I going to find all this time? Or this is such a big investment. Do I really want to spend all the money? Or who on earth is ever going to read this book, right? All those questions came later. But in that moment, it just felt so logical, right? It was the obvious next step for me. It felt like I was being guided, right? It was the only door that lit up. So then the question becomes, where is this guidance coming from? I guess that's a bit of a loaded question, right? Depending on what you believe, how spiritual or religious you are, guidance can be coming from God, the universe, greater collective consciousness, your subconscious mind, spirit guides, the inner eternal part of you. It's a bit like a fill in the blank. But being open to or receptive to guidance is actually very simple. Simple. It's really just saying that there's some force greater than you, right? Greater than your cognitive thinking mind that can help inform your path. That's it. And then the best question of all, how? <laughs> how do you quiet down your thinking mind, right? All those gears churning and moving. How do you quiet down enough to feel guidance? Well, that's really what this podcast is all about. The higher your energy is, right? The more joy, love, ease, calm, appreciation you feel, the easier it is to be aware of guidance. When you're overwhelmed, in pain or scared, really angry, I call this red light, your thoughts are so loud, nothing else can come through. It's like seeing all those rows of doors, but they're all dark. You really can't see anything that's lit up. And it's not that guidance is not showing up for you. It's that you can't see it or hear it or feel it. There's just too much noise. I need tons of reminders too. When I'm in red light, it's really hard for me to trust that I don't have to cognitively figure everything out, right? Which is kind of my MO. I like to cognitively just grind through and figure things out. And that doesn't really work very well because we only have access to our experiences and what we know, right? We're not allowing in this greater intelligence. We're not allowing in guidance. So if you could use some help to stay out of the how and the when and enjoy more of the unfolding process, you might enjoy my daily inspiration email series. It's a free 30-day series of emails that's meant to offer just a gentle reminder to help keep you out of the weeds. And you can sign up on my website, melissabloom.life, by clicking the daily inspiration button. I'll also throw the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, my friends. 
Join me again every Tuesday and Thursday on your favorite podcast app for more episodes of The Path to Joy and enjoy the journey.